Live around the globe, it's time for Rudy Max's World on the SSI Radio Network. I've been everywhere, man. I've been everywhere, man. Across the desert, bear, man. I breathe the mountain air, man. Travel, I've had my share, man. I've been everywhere. Get on the phone now and call 800-387-8025. That's 1-800-387-8025. Or email the show at info at rudymaxa.com. And now, the savvy traveler himself, Rudy Maxa. Hey, welcome back to Rudy Maxa's World for the second hour. Nice to have you here with me in the studio. Uh, we got a full plate coming up for you this hour. If you like to travel, you are listening to the right show. No question about it. Um, sorry, just reaching down to the floor to get my news. Here's who's coming up this hour. Aviation safety expert Todd Curtis is in the house. And in a few minutes, he's going to tell you how to affect, uh, tell me as well, how to most effectively complain when something goes wrong when you travel, particularly as it ap uh, applies to the TSA and airlines. He's got a new book out called simply The Airline Complaint Book. <clears throat> and if you like beer, well... You're going to want to hear Leslie Carlin from TripAdvisor.com on the country's top 10 brewery tours. And then we're going to visit with a man who owns a resort in Hawaii that is so ecologically correct, it's the only private property in Hawaii to be green certified by the entire state, or the only one in the entire state to be certified by the state that way. His place is a former sugar plantation. Steve Hunt will describe how it just became, how it became a hideaway. And if you're thinking about a honeymoon, this might just be the place as well. And if a cruise is more to your liking, one of our cruise experts, Ann Campbell of CruiseCritic.com, is going to join us to tell us about some deals on Thanksgiving and December holiday cruises. And that'll be during my Deal of the Week segment toward the end of the hour. Meanwhile, let's take a look at some news in travel this week. Well, it's not always bad news in the airline department. I know we spend a lot of time on this show talking about things that go wrong, American Airlines seats that come out and fees, etc., but uh, United Airlines tried to raise ticket prices this week, but competitors didn't follow suit. So their attempt to increase prices by 4 to $10 per round trip failed. That means that so far this year, what is it, we're in mid-October now, four of 12 attempts to hike fares have succeeded. Not bad. And let's talk for a moment about airline fares. I know it's fashionable to gripe about airline fares and fees, but I want you to think about a few numbers. Are you ready? Listen to this. In 1939, okay, so that's 73 years ago, it costs the equivalent of $6,000 today to fly round trip between New York and Paris. $6,000. As recently as the 70s, it cost nearly $3,000 to fly round trip between New York and Honolulu. So it makes a $50 baggage charge looks, look uh, insignificant, doesn't it? Remember, we're talking about coach fares. Three, nobody would buy a $3,000 round trip between New York and Honolulu for a coach seat now, and certainly nobody's going to pay $6,000 for a coach seat between New York and Paris. How much is a coach seat between New York and Paris right now? Well, I didn't look it up before the show, but I'm guessing out of New York, oh, around $1,000. During the summer, it was probably $1,300, $1,400, but it'll go down as uh, the, the, the weather gets colder. Kids are back in school. Now, there is no question that the average cost of a domestic ticket rose from a low of $300 in 2009 to about $370 now, but it's still way below that average in 1980. Listen to this. In 1980, the average coach ticket cost $600. By the way, that $370 average for right now includes baggage fees. Next week, I'm going to be joined by our friend George Hobica from uh, airfarewatchdog.com, and he's going to make an argument for loving our airlines. I know it's hard to believe, but I think you'll find him... At least parts of his argument pretty convincing. Oh, and one more piece of good news. The Department of Transportation says no flights had to wait longer than three hours on tarmacs during the month of August. 
The federal agency also noted the record high of on-time arrivals and record low cancellation rates uh, for the period from January to August. Of course, American Airlines delays in September are going to throw that stat off track for this part of the year. But still, it's been a pretty good year for commercial aircraft. Now, don't think that I've suddenly fallen in love with all the airlines this week. I'm not too happy with Frontier's new move that it intends to uh, make. It's to penalize customers who book flights through online sites such as Expedia, Travelocity, and Orbitz. The airline says if you don't book at flyfrontier.com, you won't be able to pick your seat assignment. You're going to earn 50% fewer frequent flyer miles. And you'll pay higher fees for your checked baggage. What? Airlines uh, website is also the only site where you can book Frontier's Classic and Classic Plus fares that include premium seating options and two check bags at no charge. They're not going to offer that on the third-party sites. Now, for its part, Frontier says this is a way to battle third-party websites that charge the airline $20 to $25 for each reservation they send the airline's way. I think it's a dumb move. I think it turns back the clock on the progress the traveling public has enjoyed by being able to compare fares on multiple airlines on a single platform, like a Travelocity or an Expedia or an Orbitz. Okay, Southwest won't put its fares on any of those. But generally, you can choose, you can look and compare dozens of airlines on major routes by going to an Orbitz, a Travelocity, Expedia, Priceline, and any number of other uh, third-party websites. So... I mean, do you remember? I'm, I'm old enough to remember. Now, if you're maybe only 20 years old, you might not remember. But most of us can remember the days when if you wanted to book an airline seat and you didn't know where that, you know, who served that city, and it was 10 o'clock at night and you couldn't walk to a travel agency who had, you know, primitive computers that could tell you these things or big booklets that could tell you these things, you didn't know who to call. So maybe you call American Airlines. They say, oh, I'm sorry, we don't go to that city. Uh, and maybe if you've got a nice and a kind reservationist, he or she will say, but, you know, I'll tell you the airlines that do, so you can call them. Even then, there was no way for you to compare web, you know, prices like you can on the web now. You call one airline and get a price here, get a price there, but you couldn't see if you left different times a day, if you took a one-stopper, if you left the day before, the day after. All that is at your fingertips now on the Internet. So for Frontier to say, okay, look, you can only book on our site, so you're going to pay more for your luggage. You're only going to get half as many miles. Uh, you can't pick your seat assignment. I think it's a big step backwards for the consumer. <sighs> Maybe smart for Frontier, but I'm not happy about it. Hey, have you seen that documentary on billionaire David Siegel and his wife who are building the largest home in America known as Versailles? That's because it's fashioned after the French uh, um, mansion. is too small a word. What can I say? Complex outside Paris, Versailles. The documentary is called The Queen of Versailles, and I'd recommend it to you. It details the plans and the beginning of the construction of a 90-foot square foot home, 90-square-foot home, square feet home, I guess I should say, that will have 30 bathrooms and 10 kitchens, among other things. Well, what has this got to do with travel? Well, Mr. Siegel is the founder and CEO of the largest timeshare company in the world, and his wife, who is 30 years his junior, is the mother of their eight children. And this week, he sent an email to his employees saying, if the president is reelected, many of them might be out of jobs. He said, I'm going to have to reduce the size of my company if a new Obama administration increases uh, my taxes, which is sort of an implied, well, you better vote for the other guy. Well, meanwhile, you'll be glad to know things are looking up for the Seagulls. David Siegel told a reporter recently that his finances have improved considerably. He's paid off all his lenders, and construction has resumed on his personal Versailles. He didn't seem to notice that all that happened during an Obama presidency. And he says he wasn't trying to influence the voting of any of his employees. He was just stating the facts. 
Now, he, of course, is not the only rich guy in the travel biz who might be trying to influence the election. The owner of the Venetian Casino Hotel Empire in Vegas, Macau, and elsewhere, that would be Mr. Sheldon Adelson, or Adelson, is using his considerable wealth to boost former Governor Mitt Romney's chances. But I got to tell you, I got to tell you, Mr. Siegel and his wife just knocked me out. So, anyway, check that out. That's a, a fun documentary, leaving aside the uh, political aspect of an in-politic memo to employees. The documentary is called The Queen of Versailles. Uh, quite fascinating. You're in Rudy Max's world. When we come back, we're going to talk about how to complain when the airlines and the TSA do you wrong. Rudy Max's World phone lines are open now, so call us at 800-387-8025. We'll be back after these messages. Ba ba black sheep, have you any wool? No, sir, no, sir. Some nincompoop with pantyhose pulled over his face stole all my wool sweaters and gaming system. Luckily, the Geico Insurance Agency recently helped me with renter's insurance. Everything stolen was replaced, and the little boy who lives down the lane was caught, trying to sell it online. Call Geico and see how easy it is to switch and save on renter's insurance. Ladies, how many pounds have you gained since you turned 40? If you're like most women, probably 10 or more. But hundreds of thousands of women have discovered the secret to losing weight after 40. It's called Amberin, and it's the only product on the market today, clinically proven to cause sustained weight loss for women over 40. With no special diets or exercise programs, you can try Amberin absolutely risk-free and get a one-month supply free by calling one 800 5 The leading cause of weight gain in women over 40 is hormonal imbalance. Until you balance your hormones, losing weight can be practically impossible. Amberin balances hormones naturally, so the extra weight can fall right off. Yes, even that stubborn tummy fat. Plus, Amberin relieves other symptoms of hormonal imbalance, like hot flashes, night sweats, low libido, sleeplessness, and more. Be one of the first 50 callers right now, and they'll send you a complimentary risk-free trial with a 30-day supply free. Free supplies are limited, so call now. 1-800-525-2563. 1-800-525-2563. That's 1-800-525-2563. Ever wondered what you do if you were seriously sick or injured on a trip? You need On Call International. And joining me is the company's CEO, Mike Kelly. Now, Mike, why is this protection so critical? Medical evacuation in the U.S. or abroad can cost thirty, fifty, dollars or even $100,000 and is rarely covered by major medical plans, including Medicare. On Call International membership protects your health and wallet with services, including evacuation to the hospital of your choice. And right now you can save 30% off your membership with the code RUDY30 at OnCallInternational.com. The telephone number to call the program is 800-387-8025. That's 1-800-387-8025. Or visit the show online at RudyMaxa.com. Here again is Rudy Maxa. My engineer Jeff pointed out when I was telling you about David Siegel's new, the largest home being in America that's being built now. He thinks I said 90 square feet. It's 90,000 square feet with 30 bathrooms and 10 kitchens. All right, this segment of Rudy Max's World is being brought to you by our friends at Travel Guard. It's a chartist company, a worldwide leader in travel insurance, and uh, uh, Travel Guard exists to provide products and services to millions of travelers around the globe, helping leisure and business travelers alike stay safe while traveling and uh, get and get back to their trip if things go wrong. You turn to Travel Guard for travel insurance. 
trip, trip cancellations, all those things that can go wrong um, on a trip, Travel Guard can help you with. Um, they've been advertising with us uh, all this year, and I have a Travel Guard membership, so I can speak to its uh, usefulness. It's uh, uh, Their products are marketed by uh, and underwritten by an insurance company and subsidiaries and affiliates of Chartist.com. Excuse me, Chartist Incorporated. For in- more information, go to TravelGuard.com, or you can go to our website, RudyMaxa.com, and scroll down on the homepage, and you'll see a link to Travel Guard. So we're delighted to have Travel Guard as an advertiser, and uh, as we talked about the last hour about the sudden closure of a major 43-year-old New Jersey tour company, leaving some people stranded because they gave a lot of money for trips that didn't happen. Check out TravelGuard.com. All right, Todd Curtis, Dr. Todd Curtis is with us. He is an aviation safety expert. He's the founder and publisher of AirSafe.com. We'll tell you a little more about that website in a moment and actually how you can get a free copy of his book. He's got a new book out, and it has to do with how to complain. It's called the AirSafe.com Airline Complaint Guide. Welcome to the show, uh, Todd. Nice to have you back. Well, thanks for having me again. Okay. Uh, first of all, let me just get this straight. I, I was looking at AirSafe.com during the commercial break, and if somebody signs up to uh, get on your uh, your email list, you're going to send them a free book? Absolutely. Well, uh, that's we awful like nice of you. We like to get this uh, book in as many hands as possible because that's part of our mission at airsafe.com to provide the public with useful information about flying. All right. The subtitle of the book is Your Guide for Complaining to Your Airline and to the TSA. What do people do wrong when they complain to the, the airline and the TSA? Well, surprisingly, one of the things people do wrong is uh, not take steps to prevent the problem in the first place. That is, uh, you've heard of the ounce of prevention is uh, worth a pound of cure sort of argument. I have. So that works fantastically when it comes to uh, the kind of mistakes, the kind of issues that lead to complaints. Okay, and what what are people? What do people mostly complain about? Do you find baggage-related things are far and away the most popular item that people send complaints about that people go to on the website, and it usually comes under several categories such as, well, gee, I had something that was confiscated at security or I had an expensive laptop in my checked luggage that got stolen. And the fact of the matter is, for example, most airlines won't reimburse you one red cent if you have a computer stolen from your checked baggage. That's something they don't cover. And that ounce of prevention you mentioned is never put anything electronic or that you can't stand to lose in a checked bag. Exactly. And that's not just expensive items. It could be your prescription medicines, your eyeglasses, your child's favorite toy. If it's really, really valuable to you for whatever reason, keep it with you at all times. Okay, so let's say you've taken that ounce of prevention and your bag still goes missing and you've got, you know, a couple of sweaters, a couple of pairs of slacks. You know, you have things that are part of your everyday life that you're not happy about losing. How do you complain effectively for, for with, when something goes wrong with your luggage? Well, there's a three-step process. First is what have you done beforehand to make this uh, problem not so bad. For example, I recommend that people keep 24 hours' worth of clothing and whatnot with them in their carry-on bag. So if that bag does go missing, that check bag goes missing, you'll at least have something to wear. And second, very importantly, whatever process the airline has, execute that process. If they want you to fill out a lost baggage form, fill out that form. If you have to report it to their agent at the airport, do that. Do all the reasonable things to get that bag back to you. And only if the airline fails should you then complain about it. And to whom do you complain when the airline fails? Well, uh, it depends on how the uh, airline responded. For example, if you lost, let's say, $100 worth of clothing in a $50 bag, and they reimbursed you the full cost of that, well, there really isn't much to complain about. Now, if, they, if you had reasonable documentation of the cost of what was lost and they refused to pay you or pay you significantly less, then that's when you can complain formally to whomever, either the airline complaint office or even 
to the manager on duty at the airport, if it comes down to that, to get what's yours. My guest is Dr. Todd Curtis. He runs the website airsafe.com. And if you go to airsafe.com and click to receive uh, uh, Todd's bulletins on safety issues and aviation issues, um, he's going to send you a free copy of his new book uh, about how to complain when things go wrong with the TSA and and with airlines. Um, I, I know, obviously, you should have your luggage marked with your, with your contact information on the outside. Do you put a separate piece of paper inside with your information as well in case that tag is ripped off the outside? Exactly for that reason, because sometimes tags do get ripped off. Even if you have a sticker on the outside of your bag, something can happen to that sticker or it could be not legible because maybe it got rained on and, and the ink ran for whatever reason. It's just another safety precaution putting contact information on the inside so the airline can get the bag back to you. Let's turn our attention to the TSA, Todd. What do you do if you feel you have been rudely treated, badly treated, manhandled, asked for a search in a private room, not given one? If you're really mad at the TSA because of something that happened in an airport, to whom do you turn? Well, if it's at the airport and it's actually happening to you right then and there, let's say you're asked to do something that you think isn't quite right. Well, you ask for the supervisor on duty, whoever that may be and argue your case right then and there. Usually something simple like, well, gee, I'd like to be in a more private room, or perhaps I'd like to have someone else because I don't like the way this person is treating me. But if it comes down to the rude treatment has already happened, or you feel that you've been discriminated against, there are actually formal steps within the TSA, a specific kind of complaint that you can make if you've been discriminated against because of gender, race, religion, the clothing you were wearing, what have you. The TSA takes that rather seriously, and at least there is a formal process to go after that kind of behavior. Now, unfortunately... Obvious, obviously, you cover that in your book, right? That's, that's correct. Right. Unfortunately, most of the rude behavior doesn't come under that umbrella. That is, uh, let's face it, not many people out there are big fans of the TSA, and a lot of what they do seems to be, at times, arbitrary and ineffective. And uh, they're essentially treating all passengers as though they're potential criminals and terrorists, even though in some cases, for example, small children, that's not the case at all, or clearly not the case. Now, to their credit, very recently they've changed some of the rules. For example, children under 12 are no longer required to take off their shoes. And there are other things that have been done to deal with child issues when it comes to the security screening process. But the biggest suggestion I give to people, be aware of what the rules are, do your part to keep hazardous and banned items out of your carry-on luggage. And if you're confronted in some way by the TSA that you don't think is right, call them on it. Ask to, for an explanation. Ask for a manager on duty. Don't be treated like a piece of luggage. Be treated like a human being. And keep notes. Take names, note times, note what was said. Absolutely. If you were treated really bad person, not just the TSA, but anyone in the system that made a problem happen for you, if you can get a name, get a name. If you can get an airport and a time of day and a gate number, as much detailed information as you can when it comes to either getting the problem fixed right there where it happened or formally putting in a complaint later on. And, and can I make a suggestion and see if you agree with me, Todd? Okay, so you've collect, let's say you've been meticulous in collecting names, times, events, quotes, etc., um, even videos with your camera, your, your, your cell phone if possible. Um, then when you write the letter, though, my advice is to keep it to one page, keep it very short and brief, but you have got that supporting stuff if it goes further. That's um, right. Just as a travel journalist who gets complaints from, you know, people tell me their stories all the time, when they send me a six-page single-space letter, it's like, oh, my goodness, I don't, you know, I don't have time to read that. And I, I suggest that people keep it short and businesslike. 
and get to the point. That is, state what it is that happened and state what it is you want to see happen to rectify that. Exactly. Make your request. And it has to be clear. It doesn't have to be money. It doesn't have. It could be whatever you think it has to be to rectify that situation. If you want a formal apology, ask for a formal formal apology. If you want three hundred and sixty-five dollars, ask for that amount and back it up. Now, what I suggest people don't do, and in the heat of the moment, it's often difficult not to, is you don't use foul language. You don't be disrespectful when you write a formal request, even if the people who treated you treated you in a very rude manner, even if they use foul language, that is not an excuse for you to write that stuff down and send it off to the airline. Okay, excellent advice, all of it, from Todd Curtis. Airsafe.com is the website. Check it out. And Todd sends out regular updates on airline accidents, uh, airline safety issues, significant changes in airlines, uh, and he's got other writers who write for his website as well. But uh, more to the point today, he's got his new book out called Airsafe.com's Airline Complaint Guide. And it's how to deal with how to file complaints with the airlines and with the TSA. And he'd be happy to send you a copy. Just go to airfare.com and click on subscribe. It doesn't cost you anything. There's no fee. And Todd will send you a note. Or excuse me, a, a copy of his new book. Todd, thank you so much for joining us. Oh, thank you. We're going to come right back here at Rudy Max's World and talk about 10 top brewery tours in the U.S. Call now to talk to Rudy Maxa at 800-387-8025. You can also email the show anytime at info at rudymaxa.com. Ba-ba black sheep, have you any wool? No, sir, no, sir. Some nincompoop with pantyhose pulled over his face stole all my wool sweaters and gaming system. Luckily, the Geico Insurance Agency recently helped me with renter's insurance. Everything stolen was replaced, and the little boy who lives down the lane was caught, trying to sell it online. Call Geico and see how easy it is to switch and save on renter's insurance. Folks, you remember why it's so crucial to have access to travel assistance on every trip, right? Well, if you're like me, you have OnCall International. On the line is the company CEO, Mike Kelly. Mike, why is membership with OnCall International so important? Rudy, OnCall International is a trusted leader in emergency evacuations. We offer medical evacuation to the hospital of your choice. We cover any trip beyond 50 miles from home. And we offer plans to fit every budget or need. Save 30% off your membership today with the code MAXA30 at OnCallInternational.com. Participate in the program, call now at 800-387-8025 or log on to RudyMaxa.com. Here's Rudy Maxa. 33 after the hour, and this hour of the show is brought to you by our friends at Tourism Ireland. You've ever thought about taking a trip to Ireland? Well, 2013 is the year to consider it. That's because Ireland's issued an open invitation to the world called The Gathering Ireland 2013. It's a spectacular year-long celebration of Ireland and all things Irish. Maybe you have an Irish name or Irish roots in the family. Maybe you've studied in Ireland, worked there, enjoyed the music and food, or maybe you just have a desire to see this beautiful country that's rich in history and stunning natural landscapes. 2013 is the perfect year to plan a vacation to Ireland and be part of a worldwide gathering. More info at thegatheringireland.com. Go ahead and see what else is planned for 2013 and how you can be a part of this uh, event. 
You know, if you want to plan a vacation to Ireland, uh, whether it's involving the Gathering Ireland or not, go to discoverireland.com or just go to Rudy. Well, we're going to post that next week on our website. It's not up now. Just go to discoverireland.com for just now. All right. Uh, you ever heard of the Heinzel Munchen Brewery in Silva, North Carolina? Well, I have not. But it's one of top ten breweries for visiting in the United States, according to uh, my next guest, Leslie Carlin, is a travel expert with TripAdvisor.com, and TripAdvisor and Leslie have put together a list of 10 great breweries, not a Budweiser among them, I see here. Leslie, hi. Welcome back to the show. Hi. Thanks for having me back. Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Here's Anheuser-Busch in St. Louis. I was going to yep. say, yeah, there is a Budweiser, actually. <laughs> yeah, and you, yeah exactly. exactly. Do you get to see the Clydesdale horses? You do, yeah. They, they have a stable there, and um, yeah, you get to see them. They're all right there. It's really quite an impressive operation. And let's get to the bottom line real fast. Do most of these breweries give you a, a mug of beer at the end? Most of them do, yeah. And, and what's more, a lot of these are uh, free or very cheap tours. So if you're looking for uh, something to do that's not so uh, hard on your pocketbook, uh, the brewery tours are a great bet. And I notice, um, actually, except for one in California, oh, here's one in Colorado. Most of these are so east of the Mississippi. But I know, you know, Seattle and Portland, I'm sure, have them as, as well. But the ones you picked... Uh, Let's let's do the ones west of the Mississippi. In Chico, California, is the Sierra Nevada Brewing Company. Got a 90-minute tour, open seven days a week. And then in Colorado, it's the New Belgian Brewing Company in Fort Collins, about 65 minutes north of uh, Denver. Another 90-minute tour, uh, free tours Tuesday through Saturday. Tell us about some of these, the, some of the special uh, options of some of these ones that are east of the Mississippi. Um, well, there's, there are quite a few east in the, the Mississippi. The one you mentioned earlier, uh, the Heinzelmanken Brewery in Silva, North Carolina, I hadn't heard of that either, but the reviewers on TripAdvisor just rave about it. It's a very small place. Uh, it actually sounds like it's uh, a little bit hard to get to, so if you're going to make your way there, uh, watch your GPS carefully. But once you get there, there's a, a brewmaster who's just very passionate about his craft, and uh, they've got a lot of options. And it's even good for people who aren't big beer drinkers. They've got birch beer and root beer and... And, um, you know, so there's something for everyone. You can bring the kids, definitely. And the Heinzel Munchen <laughs> Brewery is in uh, the Great Smoky Mountains in Silva, North mm -hmm. Carolina. So you get a, the additional treat of being in the Great Smoky Mountains, a beautiful place. Where else do you like? Um, well, I have to put in a plug for the, the Samuel Adams Brewery in Boston. Uh, that's uh, it's it's a great stop if you're in Boston. It's so kind of it's an, a kind of an iconic beer for Boston in general, and the the factory tour is, is quite a lot of fun. It's uh, it's a smaller scale operation than if you've gone to one of the Anheuser Busch ones, um, but it's a lot of fun. They generally have a, a number of different beers you can try, and they even have a a relationship with a local restaurant. So if you want to go and have lunch after you've toured the brewery, you take a little trolley there from the brewery to the restaurant, and um, you can try some beers. Food there. And I, I'm not familiar with the Boulevard Brewing Company in Kansas City, Missouri, but uh, you all say it's the largest specialty brewer in the Midwest. Yeah, you know, I, I haven't been there either, but it's a it's a very large place. Um, supposedly, it's got a great. Um, it's, it's a great facility for not only just beer tasting and tours, but you can have events there. They've got a really nice deck with a view of the city, um, and they've got some specialty tours. They've got one where you learn how to pair beers with the correct glass. So it's, uh, you know, that's not just for wine, apparently. Um, you, you take the tour, and then you get to take the glasses home with you. Is that the unfiltered tour that costs $20 and is offered on Saturdays? Yeah, yeah. The rest of the week there are there are free tours available as well. Yeah, the complimentary tours operate seven days a week, according to yeah. TripAdvisor. But the un, the unfiltered tour, where I guess you do some serious tasting and some comparing of 
wine being served in different glasses is 20 bucks, and it's offered on Saturday. And uh, um, a big beer in the Midwest, where I'm based, and I've never had to say it out loud, the Jacob Leinenkugel Brewing Company in Chippewa Falls, Wisconsin. Yeah, this is a it's a family owned place. It goes back five generations, and uh, it's it's a nice little operation. They've uh, they've got uh, tastings, and they apparently they have a really great gift shop. Uh, so if you if you're a fan of uh, that brand, you can get a lot of merchandise there, and they even sell the honey that they make their honey vice beer with. So uh, mm. if you like that, uh, you can you can take some of that home with you. All right, let me uh, let me list the other breweries because we're running out of time, and if people are going, well, there are any near me. There's the Allagash Brewery yeah. in Portland, Maine. There's the DG Jungling and Sun Brewery in Pottsville, Pennsylvania, which must be near you. That is, yeah, that's a local favorite here. And the New South Brewing Company in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, and as I mentioned, Sierra Nevada Brewing Company in Chico, California. I think uh, we should probably list these uh, ten on 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 my Facebook page. Is that all right with uh, TripAdvisor if we do that? Oh yeah, absolutely, sure. All right. We'll just uh, we may not go into the detail we have here on the radio show, but we'll certainly list the names and the and the cities they are in. I uh, I have a friend who's really into beer and he travels all over the world tasting, and it just sounds like a ball, frankly. Leslie, thank you for joining us. Always nice to have you aboard. Thank you so much. Leslie Carlin is a travel expert with TripAdvisor.com. We'll post uh, these top ten American brewery tours at Rudy Maxa TV Show on Facebook. Rudy Max's world is coming right back. So get on the phone now at 800-387-8025. That's 1-800-387-8025. You can also enjoy the program anytime at rudymaxa.com. Baba Black Sheep, have you any wool? No, sir, no, sir. Some nincompoop with pantyhose pulled over his face stole all my wool sweaters and gaming system. Luckily, the Geico Insurance Agency recently helped me with renter's insurance. Everything stolen was replaced, and the little boy who lives down the lane was caught, trying to sell it online. Call Geico and see how easy it is to switch and save on renter's insurance. Ladies, how many pounds have you gained since you turned 40? If you're like most women, probably 10 or more. But hundreds of thousands of women have discovered the secret to losing weight after 40. It's called Amberin, and it's the only product on the market today clinically proven to cause sustained weight loss for women over 40 with no special diets or exercise programs. You can try Amberin absolutely risk-free and get a one-month supply free by calling one 800 5 The leading cause of weight gain in women over 40 is hormonal imbalance. Until you balance your hormones, losing weight can be practically impossible. Amberin balances hormones naturally, so the extra weight can fall right off. Yes, even that stubborn tummy fat. Plus, Amberin relieves other symptoms of hormonal imbalance, like hot flashes, night sweats, low libido, sleeplessness, and more. Be one of the first 50 callers right now, and they'll send you a complimentary risk-free trial with a 30-day supply free. Free supplies are limited, so call now. 1-800-525-2563. That's 1-800-525-2563. Hey, folks, how will you get home if a riot or natural disaster happens while traveling? If you're like me, you'll have membership with On Call International. On the phone is the company's CEO, Mike Kelly. Mike, tell us about this coverage. On Call International's deluxe membership includes all the great benefits of our annual membership, but also covers emergency evacuation due to earthquakes, volcanoes, political riots, military coups, and more. Folks, save 30% off your membership today with the code RMAXA30 at OnCallInternational.com. So you need to find a plumber to replace your water heater? The question is, where are you going to look? Phone book? 
That got tossed in the recycling bin as soon as it hit your doorstep. Web search? Not unless you feel like sorting through an endless list of search results. What you need is someone to refer a local pro you can trust. So do what Rudy Maxa does and log on to homebuild411.homeadvisor.com. Homeadvisor.com gives you free access to a network of over 85,000 background check service professionals who have the expertise to help you with all your home repair and remodeling needs. It's the fast, free, and easy way to find top-rated local pros who've been rated and reviewed by homeowners like you. That's why over 25 million homeowners have trusted homebuild411.homeadvisor.com to find the quality home improvement professionals they're looking for. It's why you can too. Don't wait to get started on your next project. Just go to homebuild411.homeadvisor.com or go to rudymaxa.com and look under sponsors. Got a question or comment? Need advice? Jump on board now by calling the show at 800-387-8025 or visit the show anytime at rudymaxa.com. Now back to Rudy Max's World. Welcome back to Rudy Max's World. You know, you hear a lot about environmentally correct hotels. You know, they ask you not to uh, not to use your or, or they ask you to use your towels or sheets over and over again and so on. But there's green and then there's green. And my next guest who has taught sustainable development at UCLA and has been an environmental commissioner in the beach town of Hermosa, California, uh, for quite a while, has got a, a resort that might be too big a word. He can correct me. Um, it's it's a private property. It's Well, let me invite Steve Hunt on. Steve Hunt, would you call it a guest house, a resort? What do you call it? Aloha, Rudy. Nice to hear your voice. How are you today? Nice to hear yours. Are you in Hawaii right now? Uh, actually, right now, I'm visiting my daughter in California. It's her, her birthday last night, so we're here. We'll be back in Kauai on Monday. Okay. Ooh. Now, I was trying to explain uh, what uh, Kilauea, am I pronouncing it correctly, Kilauea? Oh, it's those funny Hawaiian words, Kilauea Lakeside Estate in Kauai. All right. Do you call that a resort? Do you call that a guest house? What do you call it? Well, we would be a private luxury resort. And that's and, be- uh, this is a 3,000-square-foot home that sleeps six or more. So would this always be rented by people or friends who know each other? Uh, yes. You know what? I guess what would be interesting about it is that we it's a, a private resort that we only rent to one group or one couple or one family at a time. So the experience, each guest gets a, a customized experience to match their desires. So... Uh, that's, that was our objective when we developed the property. For our family wanted people to have a real Hawaii experience. And tell me about the history of this, what used to be a sugar plantation on Kauai. Did you buy it when it was a sugar plantation, or was it a private home when you got it? We did. It, uh, you know, some people may know that uh, Hawaii, the, the economy of Hawaiian Islands, we had 40 sugar plantations. Now we have one because it's not profitable anymore. So the sugar plantation in our little neighborhood... Uh, we're a little farm neighborhood, uh, uh, started in 1877, and they closed down in 1869. There was a transition. We bought it from the sugar plantation in 1980, and we spent the last 30, 32 years, labor of love, developing this into a private sanctuary uh, for guests that want a real Hawaii experience. 
We're talking with Steve Hunt. He's a developer and owner of a luxury ecological, hide e ecological hideaway on the island of Kauai in Hawaii. It's called the Kilauea Lakeside Estate. Uh, describe the home to me, and uh, and before we get into the, let's first describe it for me, and then let's get into the green aspect. So six bedrooms. This is quite elegant, I gather. Well, um, you know, like I said, we spent about 33 years in uh, uh, a real labor of love to develop this property. Um, what it is, is is sort of a hideaway. It's a five-acre peninsula of botanical gardens surrounded by a private 20-acre lake. There's a little white sand beach and a boat dock. Uh, the estate is landscaped with about 150 varieties of flowers, uh, especially the orchids. My wife, Janine, has got her orchid house that she works on. Uh, we've got uh, vegetable gardens. We've got uh, 50 kinds of fruit trees for our guests to go out and pick, so they get kind of a, a real Hawaii experience being in kind of a farming area. Uh, but because our, we've got this 20-acre lake, people don't even have to leave the resort if they want to do sports like boating, kayaking, bass and catfishing. There's a little one-hole par 300-yard golf hole and putting green. So it's sort of an alternative for guests who want the luxury of a five-star resort but they want peace and quiet because there's no other properties within half a mile. So they're in a little wildlife refuge there by themselves. If you'd like to take a look at this while we're talking to Steve Hunt, go to Kauai. That's the island spelled K-A-U-A-I, K-A-U-A-I, KauaiHoneymoon.com. I'll give you the website when, when I say goodbye to Steve again. Uh, now let's talk. We've only got about one minute, Steve. List why this is uh, ecologically such a uh, smart place. Well, um, you know, the state of Hawaii gave us an award as the only green certified property in Hawaii, and uh, we, we are pretty much off the grid with our own wells for water, our own power from solar and other sources. Um, and it's, it's, like I said, it's a luxury facility that people can come and get an experience in Hawaii. Uh, it's like a five-star resort, but we're across the street from 10 miles of beaches no one can build on. It's a bird preserve. So there's big, white, sandy beaches with no people. And I think that's probably the most interesting thing for people, to have an experience where they're really away from the crowds and can see more of a real Hawaii. And have you had other developers come to learn from what you've done? We hope so. Uh, we're a 501c3 nonprofit, and uh, we, we, we hope that there'll be more people that'll do sustainable projects like this. It seems to be a trend that's catching on across the U.S., and uh, I, I hope we're a small example of what people can do. Well, amen. The website is Kauai, K-A-U-A-I, KauaiHoneymoon.com. We'll post that on my Facebook page, Rudy Max, the TV show. Steve Hunt, thank you for joining me. Aloha, Rudy. When it gets cold, you got to come visit. It's a deal. Thank to participate in the program and speak with Rudy Maxa, call 800-387-8025 or email the show at info at rudymaxa.com. To join Rudy Maxa, call 800-387-8025. You can email the show at info at rudymaxa.com. Now back to Rudy Maxa's World. Welcome back. It's about 52 minutes after the hour. Normally we do deals of the week in this segment. We're going to do some deals. We're going to talk about cruises with an expert. Ann Campbell has been on the show many times, and uh, she is the author of, well, you can check her writing out at shipcriticblog.com, shipcriticblog.com. Uh, com. She posts uh, about cruises. She reviews ships. She knows all there is about cruising. And welcome back to the show. It's been a while since we talked to you. Oh, it's wonderful to talk. 
All right. So Anne and I were talking this week, and she said there's some Thanksgiving and December deals coming up. Uh, Jeff, you don't have to hit the cash register. <laughs> oh, you can hit it. Go ahead. I know you're dying, too. Yeah, Jeff likes to hit the cash register. He didn't have it ready. Okay, that's all right. Um, so what do we got here? Why are there deals over Thanksgiving and December holidays? And I would think that would be high season. Well, actually, Thanksgiving is pretty much closed out. But you've got a number of Christmas and or New Year cruises really? to choose from. You can go for the holidays or you can go just to party um, on the 31st of uh, December. Really? I am surprised there are places available. And are prices okay? Prices are good. I am surprised, too, this year. But, you know, it's been a tough year for the cruise industry. So, Why has it been a tough these, year for the cruise industry? Well, because of Costa Concordia last year. Oh. And, uh, you know, it's, it's, they've got so many beds to fill. Have uh, there been a lot so of new ships, ships that came online this year? Not too many, but the ones that do are very, very big. Right. And, um, you know, I mean, you add 5,000... Uh, people, uh, you know, that's 5,000 more people to get. And there's about three or four this year. But we have some really good deals for those who are itching to get out of uh, home for the holidays. All right, share them with us. Um, Well, first of all, going on the holidays, going at Christmas, uh, you're going to find, of course, families, a lot of families. And um, I recommend taking along some some of your own decorations for your cabin, uh, which makes it a little more festive. Well, and what they what they idea. do on the sh- ships, the Santa Claus comes uh, on the thirty first, co- arrives by tugboat, and uh, they have caroling and Christmas tree and holiday meals. So it's very festive, and people bring small presents for their families and. Remember to bring something for your steward, stewardess, too, please, because uh, you probably want to give them something, like a phone card is a good gift. That's All right. Do you have any particular cruise lines that might be offering good deals this time around? I sure do. Um, we've got Holland America from the Caribbean, leaving on the 23rd. Uh, it's a seven-night Eastern Caribbean cruise, and it starts at 699 Per person. Per person, double occupancy. That's like a hundred and change a night. Yeah, and balconies are nine ninety nine per person uh, for a week, Not which is bad. pretty pretty good. If you just want to go for New Year's, just sail around for a few days. Uh, Royal Caribbean's Majesty of the Seas sails from Miami on the thirty first, and starts at five forty nine. And that's for several, three or four nights? Four nights. Four nights. That's still cheap. On, yes. For New Year's, I would think, and, 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 and isn't that one of the newer ships? No, that's not, that's not one of the newer ones. That's, um, it's been around for about 15 years. No, I'm, I'm very wrong. Is it, still, is it a good ship? Yes, good ship. Okay, and you would you know. Wanna, if you want to, here we've got Princess, Emerald Princess, which is a beautiful ship, uh, 10-night Caribbean, uh, leaving on the 17th of December, and that starts at eight ninety nine for 10 nights. I am just astounded at these prices over the holidays. I thought they'd be doubling prices during these times. Well, they would, they would if they could. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and in years past, uh, there was no way you could get any of these ships, you know, this late in the game. 
but uh, we've still got space in the industry. All right. Any other deals so, you know of? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know how many you have in front of you, so you just go right ahead. Oh, I've got tons of them. Celebrity uh, the Summit sales seven nights Southern Caribbean from San Juan uh, starts at eight ninety nine. Outside is nine ninety nine. Mm-hmm. So we've got uh, Royal Cari- Holland America has quite a bit for the holidays. Um, seven night Mexico from San Diego uh, start departs on the 22nd and it starts at 899 per person double occupancy will you post these on your blog for us? i certainly will now let me ask you just generally because we only have about 30 seconds left would you suggest people call the cruise lines directly or oh no um what i recommend is always going through a travel agent because and the reason for this is because Prices, uh, you may be calling about one ship, and the agent may have just gotten a very good deal for a better ship. Okay. All right. So All right, Anne, I will I'm, post these on the blog, and uh, I hope people find something. Please Thank do. You. The blog, by the way, is called Ship Critic. Critic is traditional spelling with a C, Critic. Shipcriticblog.com. Anne Campbell has been uh, writing about... Um, cruise ships since the 90s. She knows a whole lot about them. So if you want to check out some of these uh, December deals, go to shipcriticblog.com. And thanks for joining us. Thank you. And thank you for joining us uh, for this weekend. We hope you'll do the same next weekend. I want to thank my engineer, Jeff Ryder. My executive producer is Anna Schofield. I want to thank our stations, our listeners. And as I say, let's do it all again next weekend. Travel well. Bye-bye. You've been listening to Rudy Max's World, and as always, you're hearing Must Hear Radio on the SSI Radio Network.